Saturday night, the unofficial fan cast where we hang out and discuss everything King Falls AM and improv on tape. Morning, this podcast does contain spoilers for King Falls episode six, um, Secondhand Emotion. We are not doing an improv on tape because it just came out as we are recording this, so we haven't had a chance to do it yet. Um, but we also contain uh, spoilers just kind of in general, not just for specific episodes. Um, so if you want to keep away from spoilers, go catch up to what we're, we're talking about. Uh, yep. We'll be here. You know, we aren't going anywhere. Anyway, I'm Dana, and this is... And hey, what's up, y'all? Um, I'm Dawn, and I'm eating. Because <laughs> that's Dawn how I roll. <laughs> yep. yep. And it's fucking good. <laughs> what are we having for dinner tonight, Dawn? Um, okay, so free plug for every plate. Hold on. Um, so every plate yesterday sent me um some food, which obviously I paid for. They're not sending not sending it to me for free. That's for fucking sure. Darn. But okay, so I got um I got tasty goddamn goodness in the form of, if I can find it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Harissa roasted chickpea bowls with couscous, creamy avocado dressing, and cilantro. Well, you lost me at cilantro, but otherwise it sounded pretty good. It is. Oh, it's like, it is like a, a feast for your taste buds, okay? I mean, this shit is good. It's like every meal is like 30 minutes or less. And it's fucking delicious. Yeah, I um, I used to do Home Chef. I'm thinking about starting that one back up again. And it's the same thing. Everything's under 30 minutes. They send you everything you need. Um, averages out to about 10 bucks a serving. Mm. So it's not bad, you know. Cuts down on my when I have to go to the grocery store. I tried HelloFresh and HelloFresh is good. Don't get me wrong. But the difference from every plate to HelloFresh, I mean, HelloFresh, they definitely like, they put more thought into their packaging. Like they package the meals differently. They know in their own like little separate paper bags how they're supposed to be made and every plate um has like a little has like a little case a little you know cardboard crate that they send like the veggies all the veggies in all the spices in like chickpeas milk um sour cream whatever they put it in that little in that little um cardboard crate and then they put the meat at the bottom of the box. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so they 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 kind of cut down on the packaging. On the packaging, but they also cost less. So oh, I haven't tried them. Maybe I'll look into them. So Pretty good. I will look into them. Um, let's see, announcements. We've got um we have announcements. We do. We have some announcements. Um, audio verse awards for nominations yep. are closed. So if you haven't nominated somebody, too late, too bad, so sad. You should have done it before. 
Um, Believer has announced that their new season will be premiering on Halloween, season two. So yay! Um, 90 Degrees South has also announced they are starting their first episode October 3rd. So let's see. We air on October 3rd. Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's the second. We air, we air before they do, though, okay. because they're yeah, premiering we, at midnight. Yeah. We and air we're going to be at nine. They air on the third. So yay. Um, and eventually we'll kind of give a little recap on what's going on with them and, and stuff too. talk about them a little bit. Um, Saturday is October 2nd. So if you still have time in your area, the women's March for protesting the abortion ban in Texas is going on nationwide October 2nd. So check. Yep. Yeah. Um, and see if you can, um, cause I know it's, it's short notice by the time this airs, uh, when well, actually it's probably going to be done by the time this airs, Yeah, it'll probably be done by the time this airs, but you know, just in case, or if they're doing a separate March in your area on a different day, um, even, and you know what, even if you're anti-abortion, there's other things involved <laughs> with this. Um, it's not just about abortion it's about controlling women's rights controlling women's bodies putting a ten thousand dollar bounty program that's some horseshit yeah that's that's some serious bullshit um there is a doctor who straight up performed one anyway and he's like bring it on because what are you gonna do he can't release any information to say yes i did it on this patient or no i didn't that's a hipaa violation so what are they gonna do how are they he did anything all they're gonna do is tie up the court system and make life a living hell for people so bring it on mm. the house did ratify roe v wade so now we just need the senate to ratify it and then that'll wipe out all of the texas bullshit anyway so of course we know how the senate's running lately Probably get yeah. Kirsten Cinema fucking yeah, mansion. Fucking in there. Mansion Fuck you two. Fuck yeah. you two motherfuckers. You guys fucking suck. <clears throat> and honestly, you should both be one-term fucking senators. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck yeah. out. If you are in their states, guys, vote them out. Yep. Vote them out. Mansion will not vote for anything having to do with the build back better or the green new deal because he's getting five hundred thousand dollars a year from coal and cinema i don't know what the fuck her deal is but i know she's, she's a got fucking it. derpy and a half well yeah but i don't know Motherfucker. why specifically <clears throat> she's holding everything up other than she she's uh, a piece of shit yeah, but I mean, it's not like she's getting money from other place like like Mansion is. So we don't. I don't know what her deal is. Why? But mm. apparently, she doesn't need a reason. She's just a toddler. So yeah, vote them out. Come you know next year, guys. Come on. Yep. Also, but, let's see the mine. Okay, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I've seen my announcement. So what do you got? Okay. So one thing. Well, technically two, but technically also one. So, <clears throat> Mission to Zix is having its live show, I believe, on Sunday. 
And not only is it live in person, it's also live through a live stream. So tickets are 20 bucks in person, 10 on the live stream. I got my live stream ticket. So I'm like, hell yeah, fucking mission to Zix. Oh, yeah. And um, they're bringing back a regular um, artist that they, that they work with on occasion. So it should be a really good episode. Um, also, um, a little, this one's more of a shout out than anything else. Um, shout out to the Silt Verses. They're very much, if, you, if you've ever listened to um, the Magnus Archives, the Silt Verses definitely has that type of vibe. Um, and if you listen to it, you'll, you'll know what I mean. I mean, they're not they're not similar, but it's the vibe is is pretty much dead on. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. Now back to me eating my tasty motherfucking dinner. Yes, I bunch. dinner. I had a huge lunch, so I probably will not eat dinner tonight. Or if I do, it'll be like a can of soup. Um. Anyway, let's see where are we at. Okay, so episode, what episode did I say we were talking about? 26. <laughs> episode 26, Secondhand Emotion. Uh, this episode originally aired on May 15th, 2016. Um, we open up with a clip of a press conference being given by Mayor Got a Stick Up His Butt Grissom. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the, quote, disappearance of Emily Potter and the recent death of Rich McGuff, the 56th annual bass tournament has been canceled. Ooh. Asshole. Um, Burt Gladstone starts to ask a question. Of course he does because Burt Gladstone is just scum also. Yep. <laughs> you know, anyway, I was trying to think of like, who's he's kind of like the Tucker Carlson of King Falls. Ooh, that's, that's a new one. Yes. Landstone is. Yes, he, he is. He's the Tucker Carlson of Channel 13. Um, yeah, we, we don't like Bert. Um, Grisham cuts him off, uh, saying he can't make any official comments about McGuff or Emily. Um, ben, who was there, shouts, you know, stands up and shouts and interrupts. He's like, bullshit. Emily was abducted. Everybody heard it. You know, we want something done, you know, basically Grisham, get off your ass and do your fucking job um, kind of no. thing. Grisham accuses, um, oh, he accuses Grisham of just standing there, you know, with this perfect hair and his perfect smile and the evil behind his eyes. Man, you know, when I was reviewing this episode, I thought of somebody who would be perfect to play Grisham and now I can't fucking remember who the hell it was. I think it would have to be like somebody like super like smarmy, not yeah, necessarily but sleazy, but just very smarmy, no, very like smarmy or sleazy. But it was somebody who like their look was just yeah. like you know, kind of like um oh shit, what the fuck is his name? Um the guy from the 80s who has always had like that perfect tan and his hair looked like wood. Um shit, I can't think of his name. He played like a vampire and he played when we're finished recording, I'm going to remember who the fuck I'm talking about. I have no doubt. Yeah. Cause that's just how my brain works. 
Um, anyway, he accuses Grissom of just standing there, um, doing nothing about Emily because she's a missing person. Grisham calls Deputy Troy to escort Ben out. And he's like, you know, why the fuck haven't we revoked King Falls AM press privileges? Um, and Troy can be heard yelling at other people, you know, yelling at other people to get out of the way and tell him Ben to, to keep calm before escorting him out. Um, cuts back to the actual feed, which is Sammy welcoming all the listeners to the show. And he confirms that what we have heard is, is a clip from an earlier press conference. He asks Ben if he has anything to add and is met with total silence. Ben's just sulking and pouting in a corner. Not, yep. I mean, he, he has reason, but he's just sulking and pouting in a corner. Um, so yeah, uh, poor Ben. I, you kind of got to feel for Ben at this point. Um, Sammy does remind everyone that they were, you know, very close. The station was very close to Emily and her abduction was heard on air. So it's, it's a sore subject for everybody. Ben mm-hmm. interrupts him, um, telling Sammy he doesn't have to apologize for him. You know, like, you don't go to apologize for me just because I'm sitting over here doing nothing. Um, and Sammy's like, dude, got nothing to apologize for. This is, it's, it's all you. You do what you got to do. But hey, you know, good for you for standing up and getting kicked out of the press conference because he fooled us, Sammy. Uh, <laughs> Because you know that's totally something Sammy would do if he was there. It absolutely was. Of course, Sammy can't go to the press conferences with, with Mayor Grisham because I think there's a <laughs> reporter. <laughs> Sammy's Sammy's now on the uh, the no report list for Grisham. Yeah. Sammy's press passes have been revoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben's might be revoked shortly at this point. Um, but yeah, he's just proud of Ben for getting kicked out of the press conference. And Ben's like, yeah, it wasn't even about standing up to Grisham. It was just about, you know, the truth and getting the truth out there. Because, you know, Grisham's got his, his little political spin on everything. But everybody heard Emily's abduction. Grisham won't admit it, that that's what happened. Um, he just goes about his day as usual, looking for votes. Who does that remind us of? Hmm. I can't. Somebody who recently lost even more votes in Arizona. I know that fucking guy. Oh, sorry. My little moment of glee for the day. <laughs> I won't deprive you of it. You had that. I can't remember that character on, on the Simpsons of bully kid. I heard that. And I was just like, hey, hey. oh yeah. Um, oh my God. I, can't think of I know who you're talking about. Cause it's like, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> it's like <laughs> god damn it i do i can't think of his name yeah see that's i can't either but i haven't watched simpsons in years because i'm like 23 seasons seriously and that's some svu type shit grade. like bart's still in you know what is it fourth grade fifth grade i don't even know what grade it is they're still in no. fucking elementary school these are not bright children um <laughs> i'm just saying uh, Sammy tells Ben, you know, he doesn't need to get upset, um, which just upsets Ben even more. He's like, oh, yeah. and just tell people that I can't even schedule the show. And Sammy's like, don't fucking worry about it. You know, it's their job to put the news out there. And the listeners have now heard the news. So let's move on to happier, bigger, better subjects. And then as soon as Sammy says, well, so we'll move on to happier business. He's like, ah, shit. Because 
he has Herschel and Cecil scheduled to come in and talk about the upcoming bass tournament. Um, which of course had not been canceled when he's when he was putting together the show. Ben sarcastically yeah. remarks that he's glad he's not the only one having everything ripped that he loves ripped away from him. Um, yeah, because Sammy just didn't have a clue what fucktard Grisham was gonna do. Um, Ben's like, yeah, we're fucked. Cecil probably doesn't even know what decade it is, and Herschel will rip them a new one in the most politically incorrect way possible. And he's not wrong about no. Herschel. Cecil does know what decade it is, though, as far as we know. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Cecil's fun. <laughs> really? Well, other than not knowing what decade it is, and and as we will find out here shortly, shitting his pants in Dale Solitary, he's fine. <laughs> he's broke off his ass, but he's fine. You took that from me. It's okay. It's all right. You know, Cecil and I have a few things in common. We like to drink. What can I tell you? Although, unlike Cecil, I do not have to have my alcohol level, as Herschel puts it, higher than a giraffe's dick (laughs) in order to function. Oh, Christ. Although Herschel does not say that in this particular episode. But uh, yeah, he does accuse Cecil of having to have his alcohol, blood alcohol level higher than a giraffe stick, which is, I don't know how tall that is, but. It, I think, I think it would be pretty big. It's up there. I mean, I'm five, seven. I don't know if it's actually taller than me or not at that particular point in a giraffe, but. Because I haven't stood next to a giraffe on ground level. So I have no idea. Somebody Google that. Tell me how tall, how high a giraffe stick is. Um, anyway, he suggested they just pass on it, but Sammy's like, yeah, and, you know, no, we can't just pass on it. Um, so they'll figure something out. Ben wants to know if Mr. Rollins' ghost, yes, he says ghost, not apparition. Ben, come on. Um, is forcing him to make the call. He's like, yeah, just deal with it, Ben. We're going to talk to Herschel and Cecil later. Um, Sammy does tell Ben that he understands he's hurting. Everyone is. And if Ben needs to talk about it or take the night off, you know, do it. Ben's like, nope, can't do it because if Emily calls, he needs to be here at the station. Um, Sammy announces that in a few minutes they will be hearing from Herschel and Cecil. But in the meantime, um, he's opening the phone lines and then he's, ah, shit, I was going to open the phone lines to people who want to talk about the bass tournament. Sammy says- Or the abduction. (laughs) Well, but initially he was going to open the lines to talk about the tournament. Now he's opening the lines to talk about, you know, whatever, just keep it on the down low because of Ben, you know, yeah, him off. Um, Ben tells him to just, you know, go go to a commercial, we'll come back and deal with grumpy old men three. Um, there wouldn't even be grumpy old men two at this point. Um, Oh God, those movies are hilarious. He come and shit all over them. Uh, Sammy, yeah, but he stops. Sammy starts to remind him there wasn't a grumpy old man too, but he stops himself. Um, he opens up the phone lines and, like I said, reminds callers to just tread lightly. Um, Ben takes the first call. He doesn't even know what line he's just like picks a line. He doesn't even know what line it is. 
and it's a collect call from Big Pine Correctional Facility. Oh, no. (laughs) Who the fuck do we know at Big Pine? All right, yeah, sure, we'll accept the charges. What the fuck? Not like Ben's paying the phone bill. Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the return of Creepy Carl. It is. It is Creepy Carl. Formerly of Creepy Carl's Candy. Sammy's like, hang up on him but ben's like no 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 what if carl knows something about the abduction of course <laughs> carl doesn't like, know anything about this honestly what the fuck would he know right well he doesn't know anything about this particular abduction um <laughs> oh, yeah that's true big, right as he's been in big pine for a few weeks now um he's just calling to ask a favor he's like you know how you were a kid and you got the creepy crawlies and the bugs and stuff and you put them in the box and you had to poke the holes in the box so that they could breathe and they wouldn't die and ben's like yeah what what about it he's like um so could you run out to my mom's house and perdition wood and open up the basement window just a tad if you do, i'll give you a perfect <laughs> like, like what the fuck <laughs> i want to know what the fuck is in the basement <laughs> Like, I, I just want to be like, Kyle, what the fuck, dude? What's in the basement? <laughs> I know. I'm going to turn your insides in your outsides. It's, Ben's like, hell no. Sammy suggests calling Troy, um, which, of course, you know, Carl tries to bribe them with candy. You give him a line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Creepy Carl. I know I'm not supposed to, but I love fucking creepy. I, I don't <laughs> fucking creepy Carl, ass Carl. I love creepy Carl. Yes. <clears throat> oh my God. Creepy what Carl is fucking hilarious, man. I don't care. Um, Ben's like, yeah, I'm fucking calling Troy anyway. Uh, before he hangs up, they hear the voice in the background t- telling Carl to get off the phone. And then Carl's like, yeah, T bone, you know, keep it up and I'll turn your insides into your outsides. <laughs> Reminds me of that scene from, um, have you ever seen A Knight's Tale with, um, yeah, I've seen in it. Paul Bentley's in it, yeah, and he's like, and I know I'm pronouncing his name wrong, um, and, Heath Ledger, yeah, Heath Ledger, and, and um, oh, shit, what's his fucking name, um, 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 ah, uh, <laughs> the leaf on the wind, um, Alan Tudyk. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Tudyk's like, I will thong you. I will turn your insides into your outsides. I will beat you to death. And he, this is this whole thing about how he's going to, like, kill Chaucer. <laughs> I'm just like, it just reminded me of that whole thing, because the whole turning your insides into your outsides thing. I crack up every <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Yeah, because I'm not going off on a tangent for no reason whatsoever. Um, no, not at all. Um, ben suggests going on a break. Sammy's, you know, all excited to hear about, yeah, because we got our first national ad, and which, by the way, folks, was an actual real ad that they actually really got paid for. Um, yes, they did. They didn't get paid. Um, as far as I know, I don't think they got paid very much, but they did get paid for it, and I thought it was hilarious. It was a fucking hilarious. <clears throat> now, this was. Now, wait a minute. This was the one for um, 
This was the one for the underwear, right? This is the one that Herschel did for the underwear. Um, And, you know, there's still a coupon code out there. I don't know if it's still any good, but hey, give it a try, guys. Um, Because it's still out there. Anyway, we hear Herschel talking about underwear. First of all, for as funny as this ad was, I never want to hear Herschel talking about his underwear again. I'm just putting that out there. Old men and their underwear is not something <laughs> I want to picture. Sure. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, Hirsch is talking about it. It was underwear. pretty fucking good. <laughs> it was really funny, though. Um, he wants to talk to the audience about where they're parking their dinghies. Um, number true. Number two um, is Trevor Dis. Diskins from Trevor's Cassette Tapes and Laser Disc Emporium. Talking about bros and broettes. Um, cassettes, laser discs. Fuck yeah, duders. We had some fun commercials this episode. Um, we had some fun calls. Um, in spite of the fact that Ben is pouting in a corner. We had some fun calls. Um, Sammy comes back saying that they are getting ready for a bleep-filled call from Herschel and Cecil. Um, and being <laughs> sarcastic, whoop-de-doo. Um, you know, Ben was still kind of a little bit on the buzzer tonight. Um, and again, Semi tries to ask if he's okay, tells him he just ripped the Band-Aid off and let it go. And Sammy tells Ben that if he doesn't want to talk about Emily, that's okay, he doesn't have to. He gets it, he understands. A little bit of foreshadowing there. Um, but not to keep it bottled up. Talk to somebody. Doesn't have to be him. Doesn't have to be on the air. But find somebody. Talk to, to them about it. And Ben just basically brushes him off. Um, and the lines are lit up. And Sammy once again reminds the callers to use caution. And Ben's just like, yeah, lines, so-and-so, whatever. Um, state your business. Long-time caller. First, or long-time listener. First-time caller. at <laughs> fuck you bye <laughs> he's done <laughs> but also kind of sounded like pete so i don't think it was our usual long time listener but it could have been yeah um and then the next one that rings ben says line something talky talky um because again he didn't care which line he picks this time <sighs> it's um sammy asks how things are going at the bait shop um which of course is, you know ron says it's pretty shitty um he's been sitting around drinking some beer waiting to call the boys because of course he didn't know um shit i just lost my place what the hell am i talking about (laughs) (coughs) sorry about that um anyway he knows he's got nothing on ben and he's sorry to hear about emily but gd grisham Shutting down the tournament is putting him in a bind. Grisham didn't call him, didn't have the guts to talk to him, give him a heads up, nothing. He heard about it at the press like everybody else, because of course Grisham's a total dickwad. <clears throat> um, the bait shop depends on the income from the tournament, um, and so do a lot of people, because um, people come from all over the place, not just there in King Falls to participate. And now it's all shut down because, well, we all know why it's been shut down. Um, which just isn't right. It's a tradition. It's been passed down for generations. It helps the economy. Um, and the tournament 
shouldn't be, it shouldn't be up to Grisham, Grisham, not Grisham, um, or anyone else to shut the, shut it down just because of a few missing persons. Sorry, Ben. Who everyone heard get snatched up on the air and a dead bibliophile. Uh, Sammy asks if there's any merit to them being shut down because which of Rich McGuff being found at the lake. And as much as he hates to play devil's advocate, no, he doesn't. Sammy and I have that in common. We like to play devil's advocate. Don't be lying, Sammy. You enjoy it. You know you do. Um, he reminds Ron that McGuff wasn't the first body to be pulled out of the lake. And Ron's like, dude, people drop dead every day. How many bodies can I pull out of the King Falls Regency Hospital? Tons. I'm not going to shut that place down. Sammy's like, uh, yeah, not exactly the same thing. But Ron's point is that he doesn't think the government has the right to shut down the tournament just because of a couple of floaters. Um, he, I know, he knows that's harsh, but fuck all. Grisham tiptoes around all the weird shit that's been happening in town all the time. And he just lets, you know, he needs to let, just let the people decide whether or not they want to stay open. Um, Grisham is aiming at him specifically because he backs Ben and Sammy. And I kind of think he might be. At least that's part of it. Um, Sammy starts to say that, you know, he can stand up to the mayor, but Ron interrupts him because this is America and we're Americans and this is how we get things done. And if they don't like something, they need to say something. And one of his, fa one of his you know, better all-time most memorable quotes, buckshots to behinds, guys. Um, ben, Ben's actually breaking up a little bit here. Ben agrees, and if Sammy doesn't like it, he should do something about it. And Sammy's like, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. We are doing something about it. If it's not about him, it's about Ron and the government interference um, over a couple of tiny dead bodies. Um, and Sammy replied, you know, it's like, well, more than a couple of tiny dead bodies. Um, Ron just thinks that something needs to be done. Ben agrees, Sammy agrees, but while they have issues with the lake, it shouldn't be up to Grisham to single-handedly be the one. I think they talk circles around this one, so sorry if I'm doing the same thing. To make this decision, um, especially when there's so much money involved that could help out not just Ron, but the entire town. Um, and it's the People's Choice, just like the People's Choice Awards. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ron says, and it's not just the three of them that are bitching about it, but other people don't like the way the city is going. Um, but talk is only going so far. Sammy thinks they do a lot of good talking about the issues, but he does see where Ron's coming from. And Ron isn't talking about Sammy and Ben. He's talking about the man in the mirror. That's right. He's asking him to change his ways. Because Why? No message could have been any clearer. If you're going to make the world a better place, what do you got to do? Make the change. And Sammy's like, um, wow, you and Ben rehearsed this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he kind of like, okay, so what are we going to do? Um, and Ron's like, you know what? Bet your sweet ass I'm going to do something. Mark it down on the calendar, boys. He's running for mayor. Um, I know. And ben actually is like, whoa, what? Hey, he's cheered up now. He's 
not his happy-go-lucky self, but he's like perked up considerably because um, this is the best news he's heard in a long time. And Sammy's like, hell yeah. And that's a hell of an announcement. And wonders if Ron, oh, um, and Ben wants to know, you know, how it's all going to work. Do they congratulate Ron? Ron's like, look, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get some sleep, have myself a fine-ass Sean Stamos night sleep. And <laughs> I didn't go after Grisham. Gee, I wonder what celebrity Ron has a crush on. Huh. I'm going to say uh, John Stamos. I don't know. You think? I mean, it seems kind of obvious. I'm um, going to guess John Stamos. Yeah, okay. I th- yeah, I think John Stamos might be it. Uh, and yeah. I, I mean, John Stamos is a good looking man. I mean, I get it. I get it. I don't have a crush on John yeah, Stamos, I mean, but I get it. He wouldn't be, you know, on the top of my list, but he's a good looking guy. You know, and whatever. And he has aged extremely well. Mm. Of course, guys usually do because they suck. Um, anyway, he's going to sleep, does everybody good night, and he approves this message and he hangs up. So Sammy's like, holy shit, this is breaking news. Um, Ben's all excited because they just got the scoop on Channel 13. And he's like, yeah, because Channel 13's corporate shields and they wouldn't report on anybody else running anyway. Um, even if it was, you know, the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. And Sammy's like, could he run again? Yeah, could, could he run? What would be his platform? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, Can ghosts run for King Falls? Right? Uh, positions. Can an apparition hold political office in King Falls? You know, I think that's something they should answer when they return back to recording. I I think we need to start piling some, you know, compiling some questions for these gentlemen. Yep. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hang on. And go. And notice I said when. I heard not if. One, four. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not necessarily talking to you. I'm ter- I'm talking to. Talking to maybe don't maybe to them me. maybe not them. When gentlemen, when. Talking to the gentlemen who don't listen to us. What was our other question? When. Oh, what's in? in um. Carl's mom's basement. I'm gonna put these questions. <laughs> we know that he's fucking. I'm going to put the question. <laughs> That's the just list. not fucking right, dude. <laughs> that is just not fucking right. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Carl is not right. That's so fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> so what are you gonna do, fucking? Send, send Kyle a tweet and be like, what was in Carl's basement? I'm just going to put it out there on Twitter. <laughs> everybody involved. With oh people. my God. What the fuck <laughs> is in Carl's mother's basement? Yeah. You know what? If they had fucking done the Beyond the Falls up to this point, we would have fucking known that <laughs> shit already. <laughs> right? We would have fucking known. But no, they had to quit on everything. We're not yeah. better. No, we not at all. Bit. We are a little bit. Quite a bit. A lot. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. A Although fucking huge say, ass amount. 
I will say one thing. But we still love that you. I, that I, yeah, we still love you guys. That I appreciate was them cutting off the Patreon when they did. Like, you know, we're, we're not recording right now. We're not going to start taking your money. When they were sure. still at that point only on hiatus. There have been, there are two other shows that are still on hiatus that I have cut off my own Patreon for. I'm like, no, when y'all come back, you can start having my money again. But it's been yeah. two years since you put out an episode and we're coming back and we're working on it is a bunch of bullshit. And when I see yeah. some episodes come out, you can start having my money again. Yep, same goes for you, King Falls. Because <clears throat> yes. you're still on Patreon. You haven't deleted your account. Nope. So I'm going to assume... Like, it's active. Mine still shows it's an active account. I'm going to assume, guys, that there's still hope. And don't you dare fucking delete that account because I'm going to be pissed if you do. So don't delete it. Yeah. yeah. There are there are other accounts. There is one um, podcast that I thoroughly enjoyed and I'm very upset about them not continuing at this point that complained about it costing money to do an account to do the, the um, show, which I totally get. Costs money to put out a show. You know, I totally understand that. But yet they have other shows they're doing but they can't afford to do the one show so is there maybe like an actor or, or something different with that one show that they don't do on the other ones um it's possible mm. but a lot of the voices are still on the other stuff and, and some of them are are fictional podcasts some of them are not yeah so it, i mean and it could be but I'm like, you know what? They replace actors on TV all the time. Other podcasts, <clears throat> King Falls, have replaced actors. It can be done. Especially when come back. Yep. Yeah, King but, Falls. You know. I'm just saying it's been known to happen. But anyway, I digress quite a bit, actually. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, Abe Lincoln... <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was like, yeah, King Falls. Ain't gonna do nothing. Wait, wait, wait. out, guys. She's like, like getting all up in the camera. <laughs> you know <laughs> that fucking. <laughs> It's trying to figure out where the hell I left off before going off the rails. And all I, I look up and all I see are the whites of Dawn's eyes. Like, what the oh, fuck? Shit. <laughs> you know that fucking commercial that used to be for um I think it used to be for extends or it used to be for some guy dick issue. Yeah. It had that guy named Bob. Oh yes, yes, yes! This is Bob. Like they, they did what I only saw. Bob. I only <laughs> people swear to me it does not exist. But there was one when they were like in a Home Depot type of store. Yeah, and I swear to God, the announcer was like, "This is Bob. Bob likes wood. This is Bob's wife. Bob's wife likes wood too." <laughs> <laughs> 
People swear to God that commercial did not exist. No, it did exist. It does exist. I can't remember the product, but yes, it was it was a male enhancement drug. Yeah. Um, it started with an e. shit up on YouTube. I, I tried to find it on YouTube and I could not find that one. Um, I know. And it exists. You guys, if, it exi- if you see it out there anywhere with the Bob Likes Wood, dude, friggin' tag me on, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> you can hit me up at the, you know, at Shotgun. What the fuck is our Twitter handle? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck our Twitter handle is. Um, at Shotgun Sammy 71. Or you guys know me, fangirl <laughs> seventy one. Find it and get it. Twitter, do your thing, because now I it's gonna bug me about that and the one actor whose name I still can't fucking remember. But if I remember it, I will tweet it. <laughs> fucking damn it! I can't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Dawn's still trying to freak me out. I'm not <sighs> the camera because she's driving me batshit crazy, guys. You don't know. One of these days, I am going to release screenshots. Mm. I know I keep saying I'm going to do it, but one of these days, I really am going to do it. Um. Anyway, where were we? Um. Yes. Yeah, so Ben's just saying that Channel 13 wouldn't talk about anybody else, no matter who it was, because Grisham is where the money is at. And Sammy's like, is it really that bad? He's like, Grisham's run under. Why do you think Grisham's unopposed for the last two elections? So yes, Grisham has run unopposed for the past two elections. Why? Because he's got the money. Um, but you heard it here fo- first, folks. Ron Begley is running for mayor of King Falls. And while he's sure there's paperwork that's got to be filed, it's going to be one hell of a, to- of a topic. And Sammy opens up the phone lines to the callers. And Ben's like, yeah, the phones are blowing up. So Sammy takes line seven and it's Herschel. To which Sammy Uh-oh. is like, oh, damn. Herschel's like, damn, you're, that's right, oh, damn. You dim-witted dick dribblers, son of a bitches, were supposed to call and talk to him and Cecil. But instead, they're yakking about God knows what. Did they or did they not schedule them for an interview on the radio? Sammy apologizes. He's like, look, we just had a big announcement. Um, Cecil comes on and Herschel's like, he's like, hey, Ben. Hey, Ben's friend. Um, Because I can't do a drunk Cecil. I'm sorry. And Herschel's like, hey, Ben's friend. Um, And Herschel says, like, sit down and I will tell them what you want to (laughs) say. He's like, poor Cecil. (laughs) He just abuses the hell out of poor Cecil, man. but yeah, he's but yeah, he's getting a buzz just standing next to Cecil. Um, <laughs> I've been around some of those drunks. <laughs> I understand what he's talking about. Uh, so where was I? Oh, um, gets a buzz just standing near him. He'll tell the boys what Cecil wants to say, and then they forgot what they were talking about too. Um, and he had it until those blubbering trot waffles started jaw jacking on the phone um cecil is the blabbering trot waffle i use trot waffle a lot thank you herschel um i've been saying that one a lot anyway it's always something fired yet (laughs) exactly (laughs) and i say it at work too but not to 
<laughs> anyway, um, yeah, they're talking. He forgot what they were talking about. Um, but it's always got something to do with Cecil, who, as this is the story I was talking about earlier, last week shit himself in the middle of Dale's Dollar Tree. And it was a good <laughs> I know. It's a good thing it happened where he did because it took two rolls of double fly TP to clean it up. And they, they had the health and beauty section smell like burnt up Charlie in the jungle. Pleasant. And then Sam reminds him that, the you know, what they were talking about. Ben asks if they're angry. Oh, Ben, smart ass that he is, asks him if they have any big plans for winning the fifth and, you know, his fifth bass tournament. Um, he calls Ben a smug little shit. He knows that Grissom canceled it. He's surprised it took him this long because Grissom's been bragging about being an outdoorsman, but has not participated in any tournament. And... Herschel and Cecil talk about how Grisham couldn't even toss a lure back in 49 or 51 because they don't remember. They're too old and too drunk to remember what the hell tournament it was. Um, but nobody gives a flying turkey's taint. Herschel is so colorful with his language. Um, he definitely is. He, yes. Colorful is a good way to describe Herschel and his language. Um, but Grisham is no outdoorsman and every year Herschel and Cecil place higher than Grisham's nephew, Hugh. Um, and it pisses him off. And of course, Cecil's like, Hugh Kellerman is not Grisham, isn't even related to Grisham. And Herschel's like, yeah, but they look like fucking twins. So then they go off in this Hugh Kellerman thing. Is he, is he not related to Grisham? It, like, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, Cecil confirms that every time Herschel sees him on, you know, sees Kellerman in, in town, he follows him around like a spy and calls Cecil and tells him about it. Um, Herschel knew Grisham was going to come after them like this. Um, I mean, he's just been hiding behind the government until he found a way to do it. And Sammy's like, yeah, I know it's a big part of your and Cecil's year. Herschel thinks that they're only keeping it's the only thing keeping Cecil from dropping dead after, you know, and chasing Esther Rollins into the afterlife. Ah. Um, ben asks what they're going to do now. Herschel's like, well, you goofy going, growing pool. We're going to practice her next year. Cecil suggests going hunting. And I got to say, I'm, I'm with Herschel on this one. And he's like, I wouldn't trust your sorry ass with a gun. Because um, he'd make Dick Cheney look like the American sniper. You know, and, and Herschel's probably not wrong about that. Um, and Sammy apologizes again for the confusion with the scheduling them. He had no idea the night was going to go the way it was. Um, Herschel actually is like, well, yeah, it wasn't your fault. Um, and Ben's like, wow, that conversation didn't go the way I thought it was going to be. Um, and Herschel's like, nobody pays, you know, Herschel's like, nobody pays you to think. And thank the good Lord for that. And Ben's like, yeah. Don't appreciate it, Herschel. Do not like the way you're talking to me. Uh, Herschel's like, you want to repeat that? You take this outside kind of a situation here. Um, Cecil and Ben both are like, yeah, we don't like the way you talk to people, Herschel. It's, it, nobody likes it. It's hurtful. And you're basically being a dick. Um, Herschel tells Ben to shut up or he'll take him outside and kick his ass. 
And then he tells Ben to repeat himself and he even turns up his hearing aid. Sammy starts to interrupt but Herschel reminds him that he isn't Ben's dad and to let Ben say what he wants to say to his face on the radio. And Ben repeats that he doesn't like it when Herschel talks to him that way. And he's not in a good place and he would appreciate it if Herschel would respect that and take that into consideration. Herschel's like, look, I'm not in a good place either. And the one thing that he lives for was taken away for him. And now he wonders what tomorrow's going to bring. <clears throat> he didn't ask Ben. You know, he didn't ask Ben to mind his P's and Q's. He knows what Ben is going through. The rainbow lights didn't take off with his, his dear sweet Edna. Life did, but she's gone and she ain't coming back. And he doesn't know if he'll ever see him, see her again. Um, although he hopes he will, because that's what keeps him going. And Ben apologizes. Herschel's like, you know, look, there's nothing to apologize for, but, you know, he does hope that Ben will get to see Emily again. And he stands a much better chance of seeing Emily than, than Herschel does of seeing Edna. So, um, Ben's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And I'm sorry. And her and Cecil's like, tells Herschel, oh, that was so sweet. And he's going to give him a hug. And Herschel's like, you know, sit back, sit, tells him to sit his drunk ass down. Uh, or he's going to put him down like old yeller. Uh, ben hopes that Herschel eventually gets to see Edna again, too. Um, Herschel gets a little bit choked up. And he's like, yeah, okay. He's going to take, you know, Hansy McGee over here out to the lake and see if they can catch anything. Um, and tells these two commie bastards on the radio to behave. And they hang up in the middle of Herschel calling Cecil a bag of dicks. Because, uh, you know, Herschel's got his street cred that he's got to keep up there. So can't let anybody know he's being nice. Sammy asks Ben if he's okay, and he is. Herschel's, you know, made some good points, and, and Sammy agrees. Um, the positive outlook never hurt anybody. And he reminds the callers they're talking about the, the bass tournament being shut down and Ron announcing he's running for mayor. So they take another call, line five, and it's our least favorite froggery bitch, Greg fucking Frickard. And Sammy's like, okay, what do you want? Greg tells, and Greg's just like, it's, it's all your fault. He tells Ben, it's all your fault. Um, Sammy immediately wants to hang up on him, but Ben's like, no, let him talk, let him speak. Greg tells Ben it's all his fault that Emily was abducted. This will happen because she was coming up to see them at the station. And Ben's like, dude, we had nothing to do with it. We didn't tell her to come up here. Um, Greg tells Ben he can trick himself into believing that all he wants, um, but she'd be at home snug in her bed if it wasn't for her, you know, for them and their stupid little anniversary. Sammy tries to interrupt, but Greg keeps going. Um, you know, talking, telling Ben how can he live with himself just sitting there in the studio playing the weeping widow. By the way, it's widower. If you're a guy, Greg, get it right. Um, yeah, ben tells Greg. Him, yeah, Greg, fucking idiot. Um, ben basically tells him to go fuck himself, uh, which he does not bleep. Shockingly enough, he dropped an F-bomb and finally. As, and as far as we know, Merv did not say anything about it. 
Um, I don't think Merv has an issue with the language at this point. Um, Greg asks, you know, why couldn't it have been Ben that was taken? Uh, Sammy's like, shut your mouth, never call here again unless it's with an apology. Um, Greg's, uh, Greg is ang angry with Sammy for defending Ben, but um, what the hell? Okay, my notes just went off the rails. Um, but anyway, he, he's oh, shit, what the fuck am I trying to say here? Oh, anyway, he's, you know, angry with Sammy for defending Ben. And he's like, I'm right. Everybody knows I'm right. It's all you guys' fault. And if you don't watch your tone, I'm pulling the advertising from the station. Sammy doesn't care. He's like, go ahead, fucking call up Randy Fricker. Pull your advertising. We don't give a shit. Um, he accuses Sammy of fighting Ben's battles for him. Ben's like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. Sammy hangs up the phone, um, tells him never to call the station again. He tells Ben, don't, don't listen to Greg. He's full of shit. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, ben is now back to being upset, even more so than he was beforehand. It's like, I just can't do it anymore. Greg's right. Emily being abducted was all his fault. He needs to go. Sammy tries to stop him from walking out. He, he goes to put on a, a commercial. But before he can, um, Ben walks out of the station, leaving Sammy there by himself. And that is the end of the episode. You know, <clears throat> I think I think this episode is when they really start really start to delve into the the other sides of their characters. Yeah. Of the of of well, really every character, to be honest, because up until now, yeah, we knew that Ben was, you know, kind of immature, but all around good natured and, and, you know, funny, just cheerful all the time, except when he yeah. was dealing with, with Greg and, you know, in these next few episodes, like Ben just loses his shit. Yes, he does. And goes completely off fucking rails. So props to them for showing, you know, for showing that aspect and being able to like act it really well. Right. So props to you, Noah. Fucking Mavs. But you are. Getting some multi-dimensional characters here. Although, I mean, they were multi-dimensional from the beginning, but we're starting to see other dimensions and other aspects of them coming out yep um that may not be the best but i like the way though that they can show that everybody's got a good side and a bad side and everybody has you know happy days and sad days versus even yeah, like writing on some other podcasts where you know you've got multi-dimensional characters they're still always the cheerful one or they're still always the downer Whereas, yep. you know, the characters here can go either way. They can be the happy character or they can have their, their low moments or their angry moments. And you can still see that as being normal, like a regular person would be, a real life person would be. Um, yeah. So, and I think that 
is you know a, a huge credit to the writing and to the acting. Um, True story, bro. I was reading. I read a tweet the other day on, uh, <laughs> um, and I'm probably going to get some some kickback from this. Although I didn't get any from my response, so it kind of shocks me. Where somebody asked, you know, can a straight person write? a gay character to which my reply was well that's not the only aspect of them there's more to a character than that that's like saying can a white person write a black character can a black person write a white character can a catholic writer write about a jewish character or vice versa it there's more than one aspect of the character so just saying can a straight person write a gay character you're saying can they write a one-dimensional character which is kind of stupid and kind of bogus and kind of BS because obviously we know that they can write multi-dimensional characters because our characters can be happy, they can be sad, they can be angry, they have different um, personalities, they have different jobs, they have different aspects of their personalities. So why would it matter if a good writer wrote somebody who had a different orientation or a different nationality or a different religious background or whatever, you know, million other aspects than themselves. I mean, yeah, everybody says, write what you know, but do you really have to? And I don't think based on our writers here that, and we, and we know they both had, you know, struggles of their own, but they wouldn't have had to have um, uh, where am I going with this? I know where I'm going. Like you don't have to be somebody who suffers from depression to be able to write a character who's depressed about something. You don't yeah. have to have had this, you know, ultimate, you know, once in a lifetime, the, the, the one that got away, you know, true love soulmate kind of a character life experience to write a character who has had that. Um, which is not to say that, you know, our guys have not had their, you know, I've met my soulmate and that's why I know how to write that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I, you can kind of see where, you know, the, Ben has met his soulmate in Emily. He's, this is not just, I'm depressed because this girl I like got abducted. This is, you know, gut-wrenching, soul-crushing, and we're going to delve further into this in future episodes. True. With Ben and his heartbreak and his sadness yes. that we all love him for. But our happy-go-lucky Ben will be back, damn it. If I have to just pretend it in my head, which I've been known to do. <laughs> do we have anything else? My brain's I been turned do off. Do not have any plugs or any other announcements or anything, no. Uh, everybody check out the Silk Verses. If you haven't, it's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. And that's all I got. Admission to Zix. It's epic. Yep. Um, Bridgewater first season has just ended, but they have announced they will be back in 2022. Yay! Yay! They ended it in 
landed on like this cliffhanger where I was going, what the fuck? You're going to just leave us hanging like that? Um, apparently the answer to that would be yes, by the way. They are going to just leave us hanging. Bastards. Um, so anyway, anything else from you? Um, take care of yourselves, everybody. Yeah, wear your masks. Get your vaccine. Wash your hands. it a hundred times. Get, but, get know, vaccinated. Vote blue. Get cinema and all those other fucktards out of office. Yep. Stop blocking everything Biden's trying to get done. Not that he's trying to do everything that he said he was going to do, but let's, you know, let him do the few things that he is doing. Um, yeah. Keep the House, keep the Senate. Keep control. Get us a bigger margin in there so we don't have to worry about these dipshits in their filibusters not knowing what the fuck they're doing. Yep. Yup. And peace out, brook trouts. Yep. Um, all right. Oh, send send good vibes to my poor puppy. He's having a surgery on Monday. Oh, good luck. Poor babies. He's an old man and he's gonna have knee surgery. Um, anyway, this has been Shotgun Saturday Nights. It is edited and produced by Don Blake and outlined by Dave Allison. Follow us on Twitter at ShotgunSammy71 or email us your questions at ShotgunSaturdayNights at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, share, and review. And as they say on improv, if you didn't like it, uh, we don't have social media. We've never heard of it. Nope. Anyway, have a good one. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening to Shotgun Saturday Nights, an unofficial King Falls AM fancast. Our intro music is Get Ready by Fesleyan Studios, and our outro track is The Slumber of the Blackwood by As Above, So Below off their album Ritos 2, which is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Until next time. <laughs>